Welcome back to NC. We got a new show for you tonight. We just got the music going and I've been talking about some stuff. And we're gonna fill you in. Yep. We've been doing our pre-funk party. Uh-huh. Pre-podcast punk. Obligatory? Yeah. <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> got our space food on our set here. Uh-huh. Riley's like, what, what do you got over there, Matt? And I'm like, some space food? And I was just like, like yep. Yeah. Some macrobiotic, high protein. Fresh food. Yeah, space food. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're trying some infusions on the set here tonight. Sponsored by Michelob. Prickly pear. Yep, and lime infusions. Very good. Very refreshing on set. Thank you very much for the perks. Delicious. Yeah, it was the first time we tried this. Getting a new sponsorship here. And uh, uh, people are uh, people are enjoying the podcasting, I guess. <laughs> it seems like a hobby that... Not everyone can do, but everybody wants to do, kind of. Well, it is a trending phenomenon in our society and culture. I suppose, yeah. Like we were talking about, people want to hear people talk. Yeah. It's just something of, uh, for some reason, it's a phenomenon. They don't want to see the people, they just want to hear them talk. Ad nauseum. (laughs) About whatever subject matter. Well, if you think about it, you can do whatever you want with the radio playing or just listening to podcasts. Yeah, it's a background kind of filler. Yeah, you can just listen to it and do other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. why not listen to some educational or something entertaining, you know? Yeah. Maybe people are saying funny stuff or Yeah, I suppose we're not doing the educational <laughs> Dude, this is fucked up too. Uh like I was reading all of the, the stuff that is like a part of the code of like what you're not supposed to talk about or you'll get like your stuff could get, you know, taken Cent- off, censored. Censors. Yeah, and so, I mean, you gotta fit with... Demonetized. Yeah, you gotta, like, work within that, uh, you know, certain parameters, and I was like, some of the stuff that they're talking about, I was like, this is, like, crazy, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what? Like, talking about, like, uh, like, uh, mutilating people, like, killing uh-huh. them, and, like... Uh-huh. Uh, like, you can't say this stuff. Yeah, like a corpse, probably corpse fucking or something or something along those lines. Uh-huh. No corpse fucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But it really made me think like they're putting people actually... Well, I have wanted to talk shit on one. And they put such a... Such a fucking... Rope around that. <laughs> you can't talk shit anymore. You get censors. 
Yeah, well, I mean, some of the stuff that they're talking about, uh, uh, you know, is, like, legit in a sense where it's like, yeah, I mean, that's probably not something people should be getting entertained by. But neither is pornography, I think, either. You know, I don't think pornography is a good thing either. So, I mean... <laughs> and that's another thing they talk about. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, you can't be promoting, soliciting... Uh, human trafficking or sex like that's another thing you can't be podcasting about like yeah. trying to promote that kind of stuff yeah like yeah ladies <laughs> uh-huh. no yeah but I mean it really it just it puts you kind of in a box of like how you can how entertaining you can be in your subject matter and and everything but you kind of have to think are you gonna sit there and cry about the rules or are you gonna follow them? Uh, and, and, and try and weasel your way through the rules to make it good, anyways. Well, I think it's a testimony to us that we're still able, all of our podcasts that we've done have never been censored. So, I mean, that just says that, I mean, we're doing something where that's acceptable enough to be, you know, able to be heard. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Because I just feel like, once again, you know, as anarchists, we're, you know, kind of, we're anti-establishment, we're anti- you know, rules and laws and stuff, and, uh, you know, and I just think that there's just people who are trying to enforce, you know, rules and laws, and, <laughs> and unfortunately, those people are, you know, like, communist, socialist people who are control freaks, and that's where what we're trying to do here is we're trying to expose that kind of stuff so our voice can still be heard, because if we don't, like these people are going, are are trying to get their agenda worldwide, and by hook or by crook, they're going to sell their mothers to accomplish this agenda. And so, get like, the neutron. They are, somehow. yeah, they're, they're they're exactly, and that's just like we have to like behave. Listen, everybody, this is what's going on. It's like you can either be subject to the tyranny, or you can like be liberated as a free-thinking, self-governing individual. Yeah. That's, well, that really is like, the what I just said right there is the epitome of what we're trying to do. Like, I, it can't be said any better. Uh-huh. That whole understanding of what, you know, free-thinking self-governance is the exact same that they're trying to squash out. And that's what we're here to do, you know. Call it revolutionaries, call it whatever the fuck you want, I don't give a shit. It's real, and it's like, it's, COVID-19 was the, the icing on the cake of like, that this is a real deal, man, that this is no joke, this is a serious matter, and. Kinda have to do your thing though now, I feel like. Trends are dwindling. Trends are, trends are fleeting. Trends are fleeting. They, it's all, the next thing is they're right. so quick. Right, people's because a people's attention span is so. I minute. mean, 
quick. Yeah. Like you dare to. Yeah, it's like, what the big fuck? Big shit. This is a, and this is a social... The Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> I know. Made for like a week. Dude, and that was right by our neck of the woods, man. They were like literally spying on us, bro. Uh, 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 came right up, up in this area, right by Canada, Canadian border, and like... Then went all the way back down. Probably saw I was watching porn up. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it's like the South Park talks about the Asian people, like, always making fun of their dick sizes. And, like, how American people have so much more bigger dicks than, like, uh, like Asian people and stuff. It's funny. Uh, but, anyway, away from cock talk. <laughs> Back to more politically minded oriented stuff. Uh, back to the subject matter of. Uh, hey, that charity. rhymes. What else rhymes with cock? <laughs> Smock? Real work. <laughs> uh, lock. Clock. Clock. As versus lock. <laughs> lock clock uh, well clock is pretty much lock it's just with a C on the front of it <laughs> clean your clock bust your clock anyways <laughs> uh-huh. trying to stay focused on what we're trying to talk about but it's just really this the beast the beast is like really this force yeah but you know what and this is why I like Christianity. He's kind the beast is kind of just there to witness all of humanity just following suit. Yeah. Just doing shit. But see, that has a name, though, politically. That's it's called communism. It's, it's called communism, though, Riley. It's really what that... Exactly what you said is the essence of what communism is all about, and that's really what the beast is. Is The beast is the what controls everything, but it's political... Uh, like, the word to describe it is communism. <laughs> and we just see this communism rising... Like, in the last days. You know, we've pointed towards signs in 1948, just recently on episodes about Israel, about the Dead Sea Scrolls being found, validating the Bible, validating God. Um, You know, we talked about the chemtrails happening right at that same time as well, where the sun and the moon begin to be darkened by the military spraying all over the skies, which they do all day long everywhere, all over the world. Signs of that, you know... The Mark of the Beast, you know, we were talking about that being done here with, like, this COVID-19. is like the Beast, you know, using this as a means to, you know, get everybody to, like Ray said, fall suit. You know, in, you know, exactly what it wants to do. You know, which is, like, rule. And, you know, and... It's like we're just trying to like expose it. We're trying to let people know that like I think it's very possible that we're living in the last days here and uh, under the beast. And uh, I was trying to wake people up to that. It's like 
And then the bistro. Yeah. And that's why I was saying I like Christianity. Well, you know what, though? The thing is, people are clueless. They have no idea that they're stepping in that trap. This is, yeah, and this is why, like, I believe they want, they're trying to get rid of God. They're trying to get rid of, like, Christianity and and decredit it and stuff. And actually go to war against it in a way. God, they think people are stupid. Yeah, but it's just, see, communism says what the itching ears want to hear. You know? You say all these people got ideas about whatever. The thing is, we're just talking about it. These people don't really exist. Exist. It's just talked about. Who are you talking about? These people that don't exist. Um, <laughs> new subject. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> Fuck. Riley has been in a uh, uh, severe accident where he almost died, and and Riley's he does his best. <laughs> but the memory is it lets me down <laughs> no but I do think that uh, I think we're on to something here though I think that you know like the stuff we're putting out is is valid Nevertheless, um, indeed, trying it's trying to help people, trying to help people see the light, you know, like come to the light. Yeah, just like understanding, becoming more uh, understanding of what's going on, you know, and stuff. Aware. Yeah, I mean, and and validating certain things that you know have validity. I think you know, like the the Bible, you know, what it has to say, and, you know, I just, so we're, we're just being open-minded because we're free-thinking, you know, we're free-thinking, which means, like, we are open, we don't want to be controlled, we don't want to be just, like, listen to, listen to the news broadcast, everybody, and it will tell you what to do every day, every day, okay, I'm tuning in now, I'm tuning in, Open, but the rule book is the Bible. Well, I think the Bible offers structure, and that's the thing, and that's what communism doesn't want to really have. They do, but they don't. You know, they they, they want to have a world of no rules and laws and stuff, but then at the same time, they want to like be controlling. <laughs> to work doesn't make for sense. The man. Yeah, and it's just, it's just really... Have a working it's, it's job. Not, it's not a, it's not a pliable system, but see, the, and they've already tried to do this, you see, like, and this is the other thing that we wanted to bring up, is that the rise of communism 
came at the like right at the time where I believe like we were entering the end of the age, which was 1948. I've just gave the examples of it, and the rise of communism, you know, and with like Lenin and stuff, and you know the Soviet Union, like was that was like the real. You know, it went from Lenin to Stalin, and, you know, it's like, this is really where it began. Like, this whole idea of world domination under this kind of a sociological uh, or social science-based, uh, you know, structure, you know, I guess, you know, began. And, you know, it's like, it, it, it never ended. Just because it, the Soviet Union followed, fell or whatever, you know, it's, like, it's still, that's, it's still alive. In other places, and but that was really where you know it began, and so I think that this was like you know one of the things that began the end of the age, kind of you know like this, and now it's like everybody's got to face be faced with it, and it's kind of dire. It's kind of a dire because the because of the kind of caliber of individuals that are. Are uh, behind this, you know? Are there nihilists? They you have... know, this explains all just the craziness of people right now. You see people doing and saying and believing in the most crazy things. I don't know. There's a lot of crazy things out there. That's for sure. Like, like, what does it hear about a man having a baby? (laughs) (laughs) The butt baby. (laughs) Some guy had a baby out of the butt? What? And that's what the, all the thumbnails said on YouTube. <laughs> Man has a baby out of butt, butt baby. A butt baby? That's why I think it was just clickbait. Thumbnails <laughs> clickbait. Man, it wasn't real, but they were saying on a more sensitive note, everybody. And see, it's not broadcasting about butt babies. On a lighter note. Butt baby, dude, that's just insane. <laughs> Can I have a baby out his butt? What? Yeah, a large intestine slash womb. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so messed up, dude. Yeah, it just couldn't happen. <laughs> There's not the same wiring in your large intestine as <laughs> A womb as a uterus. <laughs> it just can't work. Apparently it did, I guess to some degree, I mean. It, 
is the fucking dudes <laughs> trying to breastfeed. <laughs> I think this is the most fucked up podcast of all times right now, dude. They should have tried to feed this baby colostrum from his mantid. Oh my gosh, I've heard it all now. (laughs) Didn't see that coming, did you people? (laughs) Blind cider. Fuck. Blind (laughs) cider. The breastfeeding... But baby, <laughs> from the man boobs, <laughs> oh man, from the man boob, man nipple, <laughs> man teeth, <laughs> oh man. And I got my space food here. I'm just grubbing out. <laughs> yeah. I got a break from that one, dude. Next on ANC. I'm sure the listeners love the sound of your space bar. <laughs> the crinkling of my space. Space food? Yeah. Yep. Well, just letting them know, like, hey, this is actually something that's here. Uh-huh. Not making it up. Uh-huh. Or being transparent. But let's talk a little bit about grading <laughs> in our last couple minutes here. Everything's graded. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I want to talk about grading, but I still can't get over the idea of like calling the episode "Butt Baby" or what was it like "Butt Baby" or something like that. <laughs> As definitely, it's a contender with a uh, night shadow. Yeah, I still think we should go. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about grading. Everything seems to be getting graded these days. I like the idea of grading, though. I think grading's a cool thing. Because it's all about grading collectibles. But I think grading could get out of control a little bit. But... Everything can become graded the size of your dick, your wife, your furniture, your car. Right now, cars are being graded. Video games are being graded. Comic books are being graded. Magazines are being graded. But the other stuff being graded. Toys, graded. Guns. Could be guns. Get your gun graded. Your what kind of condition? It's all about preserving something that's in good condition. That's the idea of grading it. You encapsulate it, and it's preserved. And that brings me to the point that if we had a more conservative society, we conserve things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a damn liberal. Yeah, well. All anybody goes in like 28 or 30. Well, they're talking about Generation Z, you know, the, 
their LGBTQ. Uh-huh. It's like, is anybody even in that generation? Or it's such a bad step to have on your generation. Well, it's like, it's like, what are these people? Like, exactly then, I mean, it's just, there are all sorts of different subgroups, subgenres of... Unhappy. I'm just confused. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's just all the images and imagery that we've been bombarded with, you know, that we're exposed to on a day-to-day basis has, like, fucked up society and culture. I got this. Okay. I'm sorry. We're going to have to cut it short. Riley has to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Welcome to a post-coverage. How are you doing tonight? We're here. We're... Can you say something? <laughs> Talk about love. What were you talking about in our post coverage? Rig scales. Can we really trust scales out there? Scales that are measuring all the information? (laughs) Can we we trust the news outlets? The teleprompters? Can we trust the teleprompters? Kinda. It's kinda if we can trust AI. Uh, what was AI manipulating the scales is what we're saying. I mean, yeah, because it's like you look at our, uh, for instance, our podcast views. I mean, is it really accurate? How many people have really viewed each podcast episode? Can we really trust that it, it's, or could they be potentially holding back numbers? It's kind of like when I had my stuff, some of my stuff graded. It's like, do you really think I had some sports cards graded? Can you really trust these graders? Like, are they really accurately depicting, like, what kind of, uh, you know, condition your card's in? Or is it just, like, rigged? It's just like, oh, <sighs> kind of like going to a casino. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go to a casino, and it's like, I already know that those scales are not balanced. <laughs> you're, you're bound to lose. Rigged for you to lose. Yeah, we're just pointing out some information about... Uh, you know, things out there that are potentially rigged decks. Sports. Another thing. Is it a rigged deck? Is it a really, like, balanced scales? Are these games really being accurately, like, called? Are they being accurately, uh, uh, you know, just, is there some sort of special interest? Is LeBron James really the king? Well, that brings up an interesting point that you should mention him because he just set the all-time record for points in the uh-huh. NBA history. Uh-huh. You know, but I would say that the funny thing is about that is uh-huh. LeBron James calling him King James is actually not really that good because King James was like one of the worst kings ever. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was like terrible. Uh-huh. UK, he was a British ruler, king. Uh-huh. Um, but what was really cool about him was uh, his time anyways that the second most powerful man in the UK or Britain Great Britain or whatever was Francis Bacon and 
Francis Bacon was the one who translated uh, the King James Version mm. of the Bible. Mm. So, that's pretty cool. King James didn't know anything about... He was an idiot. Like, he didn't know anything about translating like any of these manuscripts or whatever that came into his possession but Francis Bacon did mm-hmm. Francis Bacon also I believe was Shakespeare there's a lot of evidence to point to was Shakespeare yeah like because Francis Bacon's uh, favorite uh, mythological god was Athena and she was the one who like shakes her spear mm-hmm. at the ignorance of the people. Mm-hmm. And so Shakespeare, Athena the shake spear shaker. Um, also like in the 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 plays of Shakespeare are really encoded uh, aspects of um, his like own life that he encoded into his his uh, plays to basically kind of esoterically tell the people what he was experiencing because he was getting blackballed by the parliament uh, and it was kind of a lame thing for him but yeah so William Shakespeare is just a alias you know that he used Oh. Um, he was also the founder of uh, Freemasonry. This Bacon dude? Yep, Sir Francis Bacon. He also wrote uh, The New Atlantis, which was basically talking about like the future and stuff and how we we're headed towards a new Atlantis, in which I believe the Beast has created. The Beast has created a new kind of Atlantean new world order type thing where you know it's like the times of Noah the things that they're doing it's just like how high like I believe the the times of the Atlantis you know where uh, you know where all the knowledge had increased and everybody was sorcerers and um, I believe they had superior technology like we have as well um, nothing new under the sun, like King Solomon says in the in the uh, Proverbs. That's once again the Old Testament of the Bible. So what was will be again, and history repeats itself. And this is really what we're trying to. But didn't God say that He won't? Flood the world again. He did, and he said this next time that he judges man, uh, when Jesus comes back, is it, it'll be done by fire. Wow. Yeah. So. But yeah, I was like looking at the Grand Canyon, and you can see all these lines up and down the canyon walls, the sandstone canyon walls, and. There's just line after line after line, and what I believe this really indicates is that there was a worldwide flood, and during the times of Noah, and this legend is talked about all over the civilizations, the Great Flood. A lot of people will attribute it to their god that they worship, like, oh, our god, you know, sent this flood, 
but really it was the God of um, Noah, the God of Abraham, you know, that I believe singularly, um, you know, he was the sole God that, that did this, that sent the flood. And you can see through each line, I believe the, the waters, how it, how the waters descended down the canyon walls, you know, you know, every like hundred, hundred years or so, like it would like go down a little bit more and, yeah. and it would like create from, that line from the flood from the flood yep crazy yeah it's you know but it's, it's crazy that like a little two inch line is a hundred years mm-hmm. yeah and there's like just thousands of them you know all the way throughout these sandstone canyon walls in the Grand Canyon you can <laughs> see it to me it's just evidence of the great flood like yeah. The Apostle Paul says, you know, the the wonders of the world, like, bear witness to God's handiwork. You know what I mean? It's like, all this kind of stuff, like, it's like, it's not, like, it should be no mystery that there's an intelligent designer, you know, yeah. by the kind of stuff we see like that. Yeah. Once again, like, this bears witness to the scriptures again. Yeah. Just like the founding of the Dead Sea Scrolls in 1948, or the mm. beginning of the founding of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um... Yeah, so we're just trying to bring forth these bits of evidence, you know, through the podcast, you know, try to validate our our stance, you know, on what we're trying to promote, um, and just listen to Jerry Garcia and his words of wisdom here. I'm kind of dragging ass. (laughs) Yep. Dragging ass. It's a little bit. It's a little bit late. It's a little bit late for you. I understand. But we we thought we'd get a little extra footage tonight. Two episodes. Yeah, we got our regular episode. Night Shadow, and then this uh, this little after hours party. Mm. Little <coughs> rendezvous. <laughs> Just chilling out. But Francis Bacon, he was a Renaissance man. I think, and uh, kind of one of the more cooler characters in modern modern history. Just like within the last couple hundred years, yeah, he made some contributions. You know, kind of like bringing him to light a little bit. People should check him out a little bit more. Man, there's gonna be some crazy documentation on, uh, what the fuck I forgot. Documentation? Of what? What were you talking about? Um, 
Francis Bacon. Yeah, there's got to be documentation on what this guy did. Well, I mean, like I was saying, uh, the stuff about Shakespeare, you know, that that he did, you know, I believe he was, you know... And we can see this in Freemasonry. Like I said, he was the founder of Freemasonry as well. Mm. The, it was in the uh, Apple Tree Tavern um, in a, a pub in London that he founded Freemasonry, so to speak. Um, so he was also responsible for that, and in Freemasonry you have like allegorical dramas and rituals being enacted in every degree. Um, so, um, once again, like there's the theater of Shakespeare kind of coming into Masonry as well. Like you can see the correlation of the the aspect of you know of just drama, you know, being enacted acted out. So it's just a correlation between the two. You know. So you've got Francis Bacon, the high up second in command in parliament you know the political career of Francis Bacon you have his normal works under his own name Francis Bacon like the new Atlantis book that he wrote basically talking about the future of mankind you know this new Atlantis that was going to be created then you have the Shakespeare role under the alias of William Shakespeare Athena the Spear Shaker um, then you have the founder of modern Freemasonry, uh, because there's a lot of Masonry that's not really, it's called speculative Masonry, and it's just, it's kind of like, it's accepted as Masonic, but... It's speculative. It's speculative, yeah, but with Francis Bacon, we know that this is like, there's roots in this that date back to the 17, early 1700s. Mm. So... And then, obviously, it flourished from England to America, particularly in the 20th century. Um, yeah, and that's all Francis Bacon. Even Francis Bacon was also a Knights Templar. Um, he was a part of that. And the 13th degree in the York Rite in Freemasonry is the Knights Templar degree. So he's even incorporating the Knights Templar um, into modern Freemasonry as well in the highest degree of the York Rite. Um, and then there's the Scottish Rite as well. It's the two branches of Freemasonry. Mm. And uh, Freemasonry is also, I believe, anarchist. It's also uh, because... When we look into the Illuminati, which is a Masonic auxiliary body, um, you know we see that there's this, um, you know, free thinking. It's all about free thinking, self-governance. That those are really the tenets of the Illuminati, making it anarchist. It seems like with all the getting the 
cops off the street defunding the police that system that has no rules or laws or anything. Everything's abolished. All the old... All the people even... Yeah, all the the things of the tradition, traditions of the past and history have no relevancy any longer. It's a place of what's called no history. (sighs) Where history is done away with. Which is kind of... Yeah, it's like, it's almost like a no time, where there's just, I mean, it's just a perpetual cycle of, um... Hell. Well, I mean, but people are embracing it. People are embracing that concept. So, I mean, maybe some people want to live in hell, I don't know. But the thing is, is the good thing is, I believe that the word... Bible, you know, the scriptures, the prophetic scriptures in the Bible say that, like, that we're only gonna endure this for a certain, a certain hour, like, an hour of time, you know, or I believe, like, things will be really bad, you know, and then Jesus will come back, and, and then, like, everything will be, like, transformed. Good again. Yeah, I mean, I hope for it. I mean, it just makes sense, you know. Like, mankind has to go through a lot of uh, turmoil, a lot of really negative shit to get to the really good thing. Just like the way life is, you know. It's just like for every good, really good thing you experience, you got to experience an equal really bad thing to offset it. You know, or it's just like you're never riding too high. You know, you're just always just trying to like stay almost like Cause if you ride too high, then you're gonna have to ride really low. So you almost like you gotta learn how to just stay on like an equilibrium kind of path, where it's just you're almost not really feeling anything kind of too low or too high. You're just kind of you're in the zone where it's just it's just the place you want to be. that make any sense <laughs> it's just basically the concept of reaping what you sow you know like you put you do something really good for somebody somebody's gonna do something really good for you you know it's just like you you reap what you sow can't say anything more clearer And sometimes you, like, experience something really lame and you don't deserve it, but then, like, something really good happens after you go through that. That's maybe you ten times better. You don't deserve either. Huh? You, you don't deserve either, yeah, but you, it just, it reciprocates, you know? It's yeah. like, you get, like, beauty uh, for the ashes, you know, for the bad break. 
see, this is what I like about the uh, bonus coverage. Hmm. Is that we're able to kind of just be on a free flow kind of page, you know, where we just kind of let it naturally flow, kind of like the Grateful Dead. Definitely free flowing jam there. It's all free flowing. Mm -hmm. 